Welcome to Capital Cashflow, teaching you how to safely invest your capital into cash flowing assets. Here is your host, Abraham Anderson. Welcome to Capital Cash Flow Show 4. I'm your host, Abraham Anderson. Today, I will be talking about the magic of leverage. And leverage is just a fancy word for a loan or debt or whatever you want to call it. But essentially, the concept is rather than owning a property with all cash, which you could do, it makes more sense and you make more money, which is the crazy part, if you buy a property using leverage versus with all cash. And once you understand this, it's just like a mind-blown scenario. And let me tell you exactly how. So let's say you have $100,000 to invest, just to use a round number. You don't need that much to invest. You can get started with much less, but just to use round numbers here, you've got $100,000. Let's say you can buy a property for that 100000 that makes 8000 a year after all expenses. So your return on investment is 8%. Now, if this was a commercial property, that would make that property at an 8 cap, which we don't have to get into cap rates, but that is the term used for commercial property. So you invest 100000 you're making 8% a year, 8000 and let's say the market, the property value goes up 10%. Well, then you made 10,000 in equity on top of that. Your property is worth now 110,000. Let's look at the reverse, if, or the alternative, I should say. If you take that 100,000, you can buy five properties, each valued at 100,000. So instead of using that 100,000 buying one property, you'd put 20% down on five different properties. So you put down 20,000, the bank loans you the other 80,000. Now you are controlling five times as much real estate worth 500,000. And this is the crazy part. So if assuming they otherwise would make the same return, 8,000 a year, which would be 8%, but you're borrowing at 5% interest, you've got a three-point spread between what you're borrowing at and what the return is. By doing it this way, you end up making 20% on your money versus just 8%. So if you bought it with all cash, it was 100000 one property, you'd be making 8%, which is 8000 in this case, versus if you borrowed money, if you put down 20% and then the bank loaned you the other 80%, you end up making a 20% return on what you invested. So in this scenario, you're making 20% now across your 100000 And also, let's say the same scenario, the property values go up 10%. Well, now you made 50000 versus just making 10000 The other thing is, even though you only have 20% in equity, you control and you get the benefit of 100% of the tax deductions. So if you can deduct, you know, with depreciation, however much per year, you get five times as many deductions, even though 
you only have 20% equity in each property. Another tactic, and this is one I use quite a bit, is refi enroll or the Burr method, which would be you buy a property, you rehab it, you rent it out, you refinance it, and then you repeat the process. How this looks like with commercial property, which is what I focus on, specifically mobile home parks, but you can do it with apartments or you know, even single family homes, is you purchase a property that you can make improvements on, whether that be just raising rent, which increases the value in commercial property, or rehabbing the whole property, you know, installing new cabinets, flooring, painting it, just making the place look nicer, and then you get the value up. You do this, you rent it out, so you start having that monthly income coming in. You refinance the property. Now the bank gives you a new loan based on a new value, new appraisal. You get back, a lot of times, all the money you put in or even more, and then you take that money and you go repeat. You go buy another property and you repeat the same thing over and over and over again. This is an excellent way to scale without having to keep coming up and uh, you know, getting another $100,000 for a property or even 20000 for a down payment. It would be very difficult to scale to a large level without using leverage. And really, there's no reason why you wouldn't do it for the reasons I outlined. The whole industry revolves heavily around lending, and that's kind of built into rents. That's why rents are the way they are, because developers and landlords and property managers, they have to use leverage in order to, a lot of times, have rentals to offer. And so that's built into the rent. It makes the rent more expensive. So as we've talked about in an earlier podcast, in addition to your monthly cash flow, you're building up equity every month. Every time you make that mortgage payment, you're building up equity. And I'll also address one other point. You know, I know there's an emotional feeling or a good feeling. You think, well, I want to get it paid off. I want to own this thing and it's mine and no one has any claim to it. Well, the sad truth in almost every country in the world is you don't own your home and you never will or any form of real estate, not just a home. And let me explain. Let's say you do have a property with all cash. You've either gotten a loan originally and paid it off, or you initially saved up the money and then bought it with all cash. Well, every year you've got a property tax bill, and you've got to send that to the government whether you like it or not. And if you don't pay it, what happens is they come and they evict you from the property and take it from you and give it to somebody else. So even if you have no debt on the property, you can never truly own that property because at any time, if you don't pay that rent, which is your tax bill every year, the government will come and take it from you and give it to somebody else. And I don't say that to be down or pessimistic. I'm just trying to get across the point. There's really not any benefits or very little benefits to owning properties with no debt on them. The only tangible benefit, I would say, is you don't have to worry about redoing the loan every 5, 10, or however long years. But I will say you can get debt that is either fully amortizing, which means, let's say it's a 15-year 
term and it's amortized paid off over 15 years so you never have to refinance until you want to so you're not forced to though you don't get in a situation where you've not become bankable and then you can't refinance and you lose the property to the bank and so there's there's really not a whole lot other than that risk as to why you'd want to own a property with all cash and for the purpose of investing this is a business you know and as I talked about a moment ago you can't really own property just you no one else paid off never have to worry about it again so treat it like a business you make more money you make higher returns with leverage than you would otherwise like I said owning it all cash you make eight percent versus putting down a down payment getting a loan for the rest if you have a three-point spread between your interest rate which you're borrowing at and what the return is or the cap rate you're making 20 percent versus that eight percent so one other thing that's interesting is real estate as a business banks as long as you're bankable they love to lend you can get them to compete for your business and I'll do a future podcast on how to get loans and banking that may be the next one coming out but Bank of America this is a point Grant Cardone made which I think is fabulous Bank of America will not loan you money to buy Bank of America stock but they'll loan you money to buy real estate real estate is a very safe investment compared to stocks which theoretically could go to zero and some stocks do go to zero it's paper it's paper assets real estate is a real physical asset it still has some value even if the property gets destroyed there's still land value so take advantage of the fact that we're in a business that allows fairly easy lending and be smart with it you know it's like I said it is a business if you refinance don't take that money and go party <laughs> use that money to buy your next property to fund your next deal so until next time please like and subscribe send me your comments suggestions at capitalcashflow.com and I appreciate it talk to you guys soon Thank you for listening to Capital Cash Flow. For more resources and information on investing with us, find us on social media or at capitalcashflow.com.